0: Good morning. Today is Friday, April 15th, 2022. Today is Erev Pesach. Tonight is the First Seder. Nachama was one of the greatest Torah teachers in modern times. Over the course of several decades of teaching throughout Israel, she had thousands of students for many years, she taught a teacher's seminar. She taught at Tel Aviv University, at Hebrew University, and many other places all around Israel. In addition to all of that, she gave a weekly Torah class on the radio that was listened to by thousands. In 1942, Nechama Leibowitz started mailing out stenciled copies of questions on the weekly Torah portion to whoever requested them. And she called these gil note, which means pages. And the idea was she would send you these gil note, the questions about that week's Torah portion, for you to fill in the answers, send them back to her, And then she personally reviewed every single one and wrote notes in every single one, correcting or this is correct or this is not correct, and sending it back. And she did this for years and years with many, many hundreds and hundreds of students. And she had students from every sector of the Jewish world. Her teaching was later collected into a set of five volumes, one on each of the books of the Torah. This is my copy. I use it all the time. She's just not only tremendously knowledgeable and communicates the content in in a superb manner, but from a pedagogic point of view. The way she presents material, the way she unfolds how different commentators comment on different subjects is simply brilliant. She passed away in 1997. Throughout her entire life, she was tremendously modest in her demeanor and on her matzeva, the monument that marks her final resting place. Besides her name and the date of her passing, there is only one word, mora, teacher. She and her husband, Yedidia Leibovitz, were not blessed with children. So the story I want to tell you is told by Yael Dar, Yael Dar is a woman in Israel. Her mother was a student of Nechama And Yael tells the following story. She says, I grew up in a house with eight children. And in the center of our home was a large table. And on that table, we ate. We read the mail. We did our homework. Everything happened at this table. That's it, one table. Once a week, our mother would sit at this table together with a friend to study Nahama Leibowitz's commentary on that week's Torah portion and then to write the answers to the questions that Nachama had sent to her along with all of our other students in the Gil Yonot and every week, our, our mother would write the answers to the questions. She would send it in. And then, like to everybody else, Nahama would comment in red pen and send it back with her comments. Thousands of students did this every week. And they anxiously awaited hearing directly from the Hama and she did. She wrote back to everyone. It's just an incredible, not just an incredible feat, but an incredible respect for her students and a love for her students that she wanted them to hear directly from her and to have that connection to her. So Yael continues the story. She says, we the children, one of eight children, we're always hanging around the table. And one time, one of us scribbled on the answer sheet that was already completed and ready to be sent back in. Now, this is before photocopying and it was not possible to rewrite it or to retype it. And um, so so our mother, sent in the completed answer sheet, the gillio note. And at the bottom of her answers, she added the following note because it had this doodle, this scribbling on, on the paper. So her mother wrote on the bottom of the page, I apologize for one of the children who scribbled here. As I mentioned to you, Nahama and her husband were not blessed with children. Several days passed, <clears throat> and her mother received the Gilio note back with Nahama's comments on her mother's answers to the questions. And next to the scribbling, Nahama had added a message. And here's the act is this is a photocopy of the actual message. I'm not sure. It's hard to see. You can see maybe the scribbling. You can see. (laughs) So Nechama added the following message. Blessed are you to have someone who scribbles. Tonight we begin Pesach. And we start the Seder. And we have a mitzvah of Simchas Yom Tov, of enjoying the holiday, rejoicing on the holiday. As I've mentioned to you before, with all of our best intentions, it's difficult to maintain joy and happiness at every moment, especially on Yom Tov and especially, especially at the Seder. There may be children crying or whining or complaining or fighting. Too much work, too much cooking, too much cleaning. Everything is a mess. Or it's too quiet. I'm too alone. There's not enough going on. There are lots of reasons to be irritated. There are lots of reasons to get frustrated. And we're human beings. We get irritated. We get frustrated. We get bothered by things. This is a good moment to remember Nechama's message. Anything that frustrates you or me, or irritates you or me, there is someone else who would be blessed to have that happen to them. No matter what it is, anything that bothers us, anything that causes us to maybe lose our cool, there's someone who would be blessed to have that problem in their lives. We all need to remember Nahama's message. Blessed are those who have someone who scribbles. I want to leave you with this as we enter Pesach and tonight begin the Seder. This word Pesach, we all know it means to pass over, to skip over. God passed over the homes of the Jewish people tonight, this night, Pesach night. Rav Kook the first Ashkenazi chief rabbi of Israel, says that that is not the correct translation. Actually, we quoted this Pasuk earlier this week where the same word is used in a different context but with a different meaning. Pesach doesn't mean to pass over, to hop over, skip over. Pesach means to hover Not just passing over, moving on, but hovering, making his presence felt. What God did for the Jewish people tonight in Egypt was to hover over the homes of every Jewish person and to envelop them with God's protection, with God's love, with God's intimacy and with God's mission of leaving Egypt, getting the Torah at Mount Sinai, and ultimately arriving in Israel. That's what Pesach means. Not to pass over, but to hover and to embrace. Every year, God hovers over each of us. God hugs each of us at the Seder in our home, especially at the Seder. I pray for you and I pray for me that we feel God's hovering, God's hug tonight and throughout the rest of the year. My friends have a wonderful day, a beautiful Shabbos and a happy and inspiring Pesach. I hope that your Seder will be memorable, that you will overlook whatever irritations there may be, minor irritations that there may be, and recognize how blessed we are to have scribblers and to be hugged by God. Have a great day and Chag Sameach.